Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across sun, city, cruise, USA, worldwide and camping holidays. Today you'll be getting an insight into the cruise industry. In May, Mairead and I attended the CLIA conference in Southampton, the theme of which was Next Generation. We toured Celebrity's Edge and Cunard's Queen Mary 2, or QM2 as it's known. We learned about sustainability in the industry and how it's developing to cater for you, the holidaymakers' changing tastes. So, to start off, here's a little introduction into some of the main cruise lines. Hi, it's Johnny Pete here at Celebrity Cruises, fresh off the Edge European premiere. We've had a total of a thousand travel agents and media on board to showcase all of the amazing, unique, transformational areas of this wonderful ship. I'm going to leave you with my uh, top favourite restaurant, which, believe it or not, is Cyprus. It's one of the four main dining rooms that we have on board, all included in the price. Um, Mediterranean-themed menu, all crafted by our Michelin star chef, Cornelius Gallagher. Um, the grilled Saganaki, I've had nothing like it. It just takes me back to holidays in Greece. Uh, and while we're on the subject, we've got Edge out of Europe now. She starts today and she's going to be sailing right the way through to the end of October, taking in the East and the Western Med. So check it out. Um, this will make a real difference. Enjoy your holiday with Celebrity. Uh, I'm Christina Hannan. I look after the international market for Cunard. What I really like and what I really would love to talk about is how different Cunard is to many of the perception people have. We are really uh, full of um, new innovations. We are for the younger market, for all ages, especially on the transatlantics. You will find uh, an age range from 19 years of age, traveling maybe with a rucksack going to the US, uh, to the older generations, full of entertainment. Uh, I think we are very misunderstood as a brand because we are full of fun and I just think after 13 transatlantics, I would do one today again. Hello, I'm Colin from MAC Cruises. Um, I'd like to introduce you to new ship this year, Bellissima, uh, launched this year in March. And then later on in the year, we've got Grandiosa. MSC Grandiosa launches in November. And she'll be based out in the Med, Winter Med, um, from March, November through to March. And then we've got a right through the whole summer based out of Barcelona. Dublin flights and fantastic for families. MSC Cruises with child prices up to the age of 18. Five kids clubs, infants go free as well. Don't pay for infants up to the age of two. From three months old right up to the age of two, you won't pay for infants. And child price up to the age of 17. With lots going on for all the family. and we are at the CLIA conference in Southampton today. Um, so Norwegian is really excited. We've just launched our Free at Sea programme, which is really exciting, and it's very, very different to some of the other cruise lines. What Free at Sea is all about is it's basically where your customers, whichever grade, whatever category of cabin they book, they just simply pay £99, and they get to choose two amazing benefits. 
whether that be our premium beverage package, our speciality three-day dining package, Wi-Fi package, shore excursions, credit, and a friends and family discount as well. So basically, your customers can just pay £99 and they can choose two amazing benefits. So it's amazing value for money with Norwegian. We're really also very excited. We've got um, a ship, Norwegian Star, which is going to have some Southampton sailings next year around Norwegian fjords and British Isles as well. So we're very excited to have the Star that's just been relaunched um, on sale for next year. We've also got a brand new ship coming in October into November, which is our Norwegian Encore ship. I'm very, very excited. We can't wait to showcase her um, and get as many of the travel agents and our customers on board Norwegian Encore then as well. So I'm Claire Rose, I'm the Territory Manager for the South East and um, I just want to tell you a little bit about Princess Cruises. So Princess Cruises, we're a premium cruise line and we have 18 ships in our fleet. We are well known for being the destination experts, so we are all about those great destinations worldwide and our current portfolio includes 380 different ports of call, so there's plenty of choice. Now we've got some great stuff happening, so we have a brand new ship joining us uh, this October which is called Sky Princess and then next June we have another brand new ship called Enchanted Princess joining the fleet and the great news is that Sky Princess will be sailing the Caribbean this winter so that's great to look forward to and next summer Enchanted Princess our newest ship will be sailing the Mediterranean so lots and lots of opportunities to get involved on our new ships. And with Princess, what's important with us is our guest experience. So the Princess difference is all about how that cruise makes you feel. It's about those little touches and that attention to detail that makes your holiday special. And we want you to go on that journey with us. We want you to explore those destinations. We bring the destination on board through really immersive and enriching experiences. Whilst you're having that great holiday experience with great food, great service and the hospitality to go alongside it, waking up in all of these fabulous ports of call every day. So just a couple of highlights of what's included with Princess. So we're a premium cruise line. We include great dining 24 hours a day. That's right, we have a 24 hour cafe, plus we include a 24 hour room service in all grades of cabin. If you want a little tipple to go alongside that, then we do have drinks packages available to purchase as well. And you can do those before you cruise. So it's nice and easy and straightforward. So it's all taken care of when you step on board. And then you can just relax, enjoy and have great time. We have West End Style Entertainment. We have shows that are written exclusively for Princess Cruises. So new spectacles for you to enjoy. Plus up on deck, we have our Movies Under the Stars experience where we have a 300 square foot video screen showing the great the latest blockbuster new release movies where you can relax under the stars and enjoy some freshly popped popcorn brought round to you by our service so if you've not tried princess we would be delighted if you would step on board and experience it for yourself great food great service and the princess difference is really making that cruise experience stress-free and exploring all of those wonderful destinations worldwide Hello everybody, my name is Gareth and I work for Royal Caribbean in the UK and Ireland and today I'd like to tell you all about our private island in the Bahamas which is called Perfect Day at Coco Cay.
Now, Perfect Day is basically the result of years' worth of research we've done with our guests, and we ask them one simple question, what is your perfect day at the beach? And, of course, about half the people said we really like to chill out and we just want to get a sun lounger and we want to chill out on the beach. And half the people said we really want something a bit more exciting. So we've developed Perfect Day at Coco Cay to give people that choice of chill or thrill and all of the activities on the island kind of fall into those two brackets so to give you an example of chill we have the only overwater cabanas in the bahamas so if you want to rent a private cabana over the water you can do that we've got beaches all the way around the island as you'd imagine in the bahamas as well and if you want an example of thrill we have built a water park that has the highest water slide anywhere in north america including all of the water parks in vegas and orlando we've got the tallest water slide we have the largest swimming pool anywhere in the Caribbean on the island as well. And this island is exclusive to Royal Caribbean, so you can only visit it on a Royal Caribbean cruise. The great news are short cruises go there, so you can take a three or four night cruise from either Port Canaveral or Fort Lauderdale or Miami. Those three places are really easy to get to from Ireland. You can combine it with a Florida holiday and have a three or four night cruise in the Bahamas and come and visit Perfect Day at Coco Cay. And we'd really love to see you there. Thanks, everybody. Welcome, welcome on board the Celebrity Edge. Thank you for joining us here this morning. Welcome to the Next Generation Conference 2019. Snaky Cruises, we are absolutely focused on our luxury lover target audience. Those who are prepared to pay more for the finer things in life. Because as L'Oreal says, we're worth it. <laughs> those who love their cuisine, those who know their wines, those who love design, and that's what you experience when you go around this ship. The destinations that we take you to, waking up in a Kelly Hoffman designed room and bed. That's what you get on this ship, and that's what you're getting. You hear more from Lisa on the celebrity revolution as we roll this out. theme this year is all about what's next for the cruise industry, for customers and for travel agents. And it's about us exploring the cruise experiences of the future and looking at who the next generation of cruise guests will be. And where better to start, as Joe said, on one of the newest ships to join the global cruise fleet, Celebrity Edge. kick off the three days of the CLIA conference, Maraid and I went to Celebrity's newest ship, Edge, and were seated in their fantastic and immersive theatre. And one of the main speakers of the day was Lucy Huxley from Travel Weekly, who was interviewing Lisa Luttoff Perlow. Lisa is the president of celebrity cruises so let's find out what she had to say by things like gender balance sustainability and the fantastic edgeship in addition to offering these modern luxury amazing vacations and building these transformational cruise ships we also believe that we have an opportunity to make the world a slightly better place and to um, ensure that we think about each other as humans um, in an equal way. And that's part of uh, what we try to do every single day at Celebrity. We scale the universe for highly qualified women. 
who historically haven't had opportunity in our industry. It's not easy to find a lot of women who are opting into this industry, particularly on the marine engineering and nautical side. But we did open Celebrity Edge with 37% of our guest pacing crew as women and 30% in total, total crew complement, which is 50% higher than any other cruise ship, including most of most of celebrity ships. So you, we were very proud um, when we did that with Edge. I'm sure you are. And then Celebrity put out a press release actually this week, which I was really interested in. You yeah. surveyed a load of children. Yes, children and did that. Children yeah, it was really pacing. interesting yeah. because you found that actually only 6% yeah. of girls between yeah. 7 and 11 thought that they could have a career as a mechanic. Yeah. And, and for boys, it was four times higher. Right. So education at a very yeah. young age, and obviously you say you want to try and make the world a slightly better place, but you also said recently you believe consumers are caring more and more yes. now yeah. uh, when they engage with the brand and who they give their money to. So yeah. I mean, I know you're doing it for really good reasons, but is it translating to business? Do you think consumers now are looking to buy from companies that you know do have a purpose? Um, I can only judge by our guests when I talk to them. Uh, you know, I think that you can do good business and still do good. I think you can be highly profitable and still do good. I believe if you look at any research, it tells you that more and more consumers are putting their wallet where their values are. Um, I think the world needs it more than ever right now. Um, and I see our business doing very well. I see our brand doing very well. I believe it's a combination of a lot of things, but I think it's an important component, absolutely. Let's just come back to Edge. Okay. I was very fortunate enough to be at the naming, oh, and of yeah. course the godmother yeah. was Malala, yeah. which was yeah. incredible. incredible. So um, just tell everybody why you selected her and how important that was for the brand and for the cruise industry. All the things that we just talked about were part of the reason why the godmother that we chose for Celebrity Edge was really important. I'm not a traditionalist. We talk about this ship being transformational. We talk about next generation. We talk about going into the future. We don't really play it safe every day. We really try to challenge ourselves. I've been doing this, I'm in my 35th year now, and you just have to keep pushing the envelope because it's the only way the brand is gonna survive, uh, the industry is really gonna survive, and we're gonna bring new people in. We do it in our way, everybody has their own way. But when we were thinking about this ship, and what it meant to our brand and the industry, and that it was heroic and transformational, and the things we cared about in the world, we, um, as a team, said, who could we pick for the godmother? of Celebrity Edge. That is the one area I am a traditionalist. I really believe that the woman who names the ship really guides, is the guiding spirit behind the ship for the crew and the guests. And so the godmother had to be heroic and transformational. So the team came to me and they looked at me and they said, we have a name. And uh, I said, okay, what is it? Give it to me. And they said, Malala. And my my jaw dropped. Jane talked about rule breaking and yes. game changing. Just, just briefly, I think two things that, people, that I've heard comments about is the technology, the facial yeah. recognition technology, yeah. and yeah. also the design, which Joe did just touch on right. with Kelly Hoffman. And so they may have been pretty different to what you might see on other ships. Yeah, and I want to say something about that because number one, it is very different. The facial recognition when you get on the ship and off the ship, and that is available in Southampton when we embarked the last cruise. 
the guests were like overwhelmingly surprised by how terrific it was, seamless it was. You know, as we think as an industry, we were certainly thinking as a brand and for the ship, how do we take the friction, as much friction as might still exist out, one is getting on and off the ship, facial recognition really does a great job at that. Our stateroom automation on this ship is phenomenal, it's easy, you can use your app and your phone and close the curtains and turn on the lights and um, do whatever else that you can do on our uh, on the panel right from your phone. Um, interestingly, people have a misconception about which consumers or guests engage with technology. And I'm here to tell you, age does not matter. I don't care how young or old you are. Our, the, the acceptance and downloading of the app for celebrity on this ship was 90%. And the, the digital team came in and said, we can't believe that, I'm like, why? You know, our guests are sophisticated and they love technology and they love to engage in technology. And so um, I also believe in what we try to do is to make sure technology makes our guest experience better, it's more of an enabler and it's not intrusive. But the technology on the ship, and we haven't even gotten into the technology systems that run the ship. Um, we're just talking about guest-facing technology and it's pretty spectacular. Her design is special. Uh, you know, we've worked with so many amazing designers, but Kelly is certainly a hometown favorite. Her impact influence on this ship is uh, evident everywhere you go. It's stunning, it's timeless, it's comfortable, it's soothing. It's just been wonderful. And so, you know, we talk we talk about next generation, which is, uh, you know, I don't, wanna, I don't know if that's your next question. Yeah, no We talk about yeah. next generation and opening the market and, make, and trying to bring new people into the category. Um, I just told you I've been at this for 34 years and I'm so sick of hear, hearing people say, cruising is not for me drives me crazy and they're still saying it 34 years later we still have a lot of work to do um as an industry as an organization and for these guys they must get people coming into their shops yes. or their call centers who and if they're trying to suggest a cruise they must get people saying oh no no no, no, no that's not for me so what what how have you done it what should they do well how we've done it is where you are today and we really push the envelope with celebrity edge We challenge things like, why do we have to wake up at 6.30 in the morning on the last day of the voyage? Why do we have to get up at uh, by 10 o'clock and have our bags packed and, and out in the hallway, which kind of ruins the whole night? Again, cruise experience is great, but we're going to challenge those norms and, and try to find different ways of doing things. Virgin Voyages says more about the journey that we're going to take you on. We want this to be not the best week of the year. We want this to be the best week of your life. So it starts with the name, but then the size of our ship. And you see a trend, as I said, bigger and bigger ships, and they've got you know, bells and whistles and gimmicks and things on there. But we are about building a, a, a mid-sized ship. When we talk to our, to our guests, our clientele, our target market was really concerned about scale and about mass. So we built ships that are 2,700 passengers, allow, allowing us to, to, to give you a more intimate experience. And when we look at our ship, we wanted these ships to be recognizable anywhere they go around the world. So we made them look different. Um, we took inspiration from, from super yachts. We want them to be recognized. When you go on board, we want the experience to be different. We have more than 20 eateries on board. We want that dining experience to be different. We have a theater that transforms into three different configurations during the voyage. So you get a more immersive type of experience. And in order to differentiate yourself, sometimes it's about what do you want to give up? 
And for us, you know, we said, well, we, we, we talked about development as adult experience. That's hard to do when you have children on board. So we took a bold step and said, we're going to be for adults only. Day two of the conference was the actual conference session. So a day of hearing speakers talk about every aspect of cruising. But one of the most exciting things was a video message from Sir Richard Branson, who's launching Virgin Voyages, his own cruise line. Now, we started the video, but unfortunately there was some technical error. And who came out? Only Sir Richard Branson himself. And the whole crowd erupted. So let's find out what he had to say about the world of cruising. I read somewhere that since you were about 20 years old, even though you've never apparently been on a cruise. So tell me what appealed and, uh, and why, you know, I you lived on a houseboat. Maybe it was your love of, love of water or something right from the start. Well, I certainly have a love of water. Um, I was actually 27 when, when I first thought, wouldn't it be wonderful to have a cruise line for under 30 year olds, and, uh, which would just be a really fun, fun cruise line. And, but it's expensive to start a cruise line. So, um, so you know, 28 came by, 29 came by, 30 came by, 31, 32, uh, 60, 60, 62. <laughs> Anyway, now it's for a young, young and hard people um, in order to make sure that I can go on it. Um, but I think, I think, <laughs> um, I, 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 I may have to complete the wrong image of cruise lines. I think that um, uh, they don't look as much fun as I think they should be. Um, and, you know, I hate buffets and, you know, this, the things that we've just got an, an anathema to. Um, so we got our, our best people from all over the world, from Virgin America, from Virgin Atlantic, from, um, you know, anyway, all, all the various different Virgin Active different companies. And Tom, Tom wants you to say And Tom. But basically what we, what we were trying to do was get a group of people together that, who hadn't been in the cruise business before. Um, and then obviously you get then the approval of somebody who has been to make sure that we haven't gone mad get a massive big blank sheet of paper um, and then try to create the kind of cruise ship that we think that the millions of people who would never go on a cruise ship would love to go on and, um, and so that we can expand the market into a whole, a whole new era of people and um, that's the challenge we set ourselves and um, I've been at Dan at the um, seeing the, the, the first ship being built and being the interior is being done, and, um, and I'm extremely excited, which is why I've flown 4,000 miles to come and talk to you about oh, it today. I really appreciate it. is on board. I'm interested to know what the crazy ideas were that you might have had that perhaps didn't make it through to the final design. Was there anything really out there that you thought you could do? We couldn't make it fly. Well, I thought we could all water ski behind the boat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, zip lines from the boat. I mean, we, you know, we just thrown everything out. Um, but um, uh, I'm trying to persuade him about sun and discos. I don't think he's ever been to a disco. Um, <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, if, if, if I was sleeping on a cruise ship after about midnight, I'd quite like there to be a silent disco. <laughs> but who's been to a silent disco? Yeah. Oh, they're fun, aren't they? Tell them they're fun. 
conference was held on Cunard's Queen Mary 2 or QM2 a true ocean liner and an absolutely stunning ship so here's just a little taste of Cunard and some of the talks that we heard Transatlantic crossing. 
Now, just like the ship, you know, what brands can attract everything from the Red Arrows to, to Vogue and some of the partnerships that we've announced up there. And just yesterday, Queen Elizabeth arrived in Alaska uh, for the first time in 20 years that Cunard's been in Alaska. From a Cunard point of view, um, I hear things like, um, it's a very formal and stuffy cruise line, it may not be for me. But I think the reality is for anyone in the room that's travelled with Cunard, you'll recognise that a sense of occasion is something that we do brilliantly, but we're probably not as formal and stuffy as people perceive. I hear people say, the transatlantic crossing seven nights, not quite sure, but there'll be enough for me to do. The insight that we have says that when our guests are coming off board, actually, frankly, they haven't had enough time to do everything they wanted to do and they're booking again, which is great news for us, but it does dispel the myth that there's not enough to do. And I think probably the one that I hear fairly infrequently now, but it still comes up occasionally, is that the cruise industry and Cunard has a class-based system. And I think it's myths like this that we need to bust as quickly as we can. And I think events like this help us do that brilliantly. So our last talk of the day on QM2 was by UniWorld CEO Ellen Betridge, where she talks about the River Cruise customer and sustainability and what people expect when they get on board a UniWorld ship. So enjoy. What does the next generation of River Cruisers look like? Now these are not models. You can go on our website. These are the real cruisers that are on you river cruises, right? The real people who are there. They're fun, they're young, they want, they're out there, and they, you know, you're seeing couples, you're seeing girlfriends, you're seeing families, we're seeing it all. It really is for the young and the young at heart. This is them as well, because what do they love to do? They love to take pictures they take selfies, whoever, I mean, I didn't even know what a selfie was, you think if you go back 15 years, right? So they love amazing food. The other thing I find that's fascinating about this next generation is that, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I was one of five, and my father said we weren't allowed to have allergies because we couldn't afford them, right? Well, nowadays, everyone, they're lactose intolerant, they're vegetarian, they're vegan, they glucose, I mean, that's a million different things. And guess what? On board our ships, we cater to that. So any of your dietary needs, we're there to cater to it. But they want fresh, local food. So when you're on a river, every day, the new stuff is coming on board. So it's always fresh food, right? They want cool dining venues, and they want to hang out together. And of course, they want amazing cocktails. They want stylish, fun places to hang out. They want little nooks in different places. So yes, they're on their phones, and they're doing their own thing, but they want to be with other people. It's just amazing. You walk into a room, and you'll see 10 people sitting around a table together, and they're all looking at their phones. But they're having a great time. But that's what they want to do. So it's very interesting to watch. Across Uniworld and you, we are seeing active. Right? They want active experiences. They want to get up early. They want to climb the dunes. They then want to go bike riding. And you know, they want to go off and do everything. They also want the bit of the history, and they want to experience things, and they want to experience together. Right? So they want to be in a big crowd, a big group of people together. So what does the next generation of river cruises look like for Uniworld? Right? So I've talked about you river cruises, and now we talk about Uniworld. Right? It is still very similar. So this is a educated, person who wants to travel, see the world, experience new things, 
you know, you've got girls job together, you've got couples, you've got mothers and daughters, families, it's all of them. it's there. It's all there. And their expectations. This is something we just saw in the Cunard video. Customers' expectations have exceeded, right? I'm staying over at the Holiday Inn, and I was surprised to see that next to my bed was something that offered me my pillow choices, right? There's a bottle of water, but pillow choices, and free Wi-Fi. Now, years ago, that would have been a luxury, right? It's now become expected, right? So how are we going to elevate ourselves to meet our customers' expectations? Because they want to go off to these incredible locations, too. So how do we make sure we bring these locations to life? I heard that yesterday during Larry's presentation, he also talked about the fact of the destination. That's why they're traveling, right? They want the experience on and off the ship. At Uniworld, also it's important to the Uniworld cruises, the U cruises, people in general have got a big understanding of sustainability. And this is part of our DNA, a part of the Travel Corporation's DNA. We haven't had plastic straws in years. We haven't had plastic water bottles in years. And you're hearing all those other people like, oh, well, by 2030, we're going to get rid of them. It's like, you know what? We've got to take control of it now, and we've got to own it now, because you know what? This is our planet. And I'm so proud of our team. I've got my team of chefs that are using plastic bags that are made out of potatoes, right? So that don't use plastic, so it goes into the compost, right? They're looking at everywhere throughout the chain as to how can we actually ensure that as an organization, we're leading the way in sustainability. Right? We have been for years, we don't talk about it enough, but it's becoming more and more important to your consumers. And you know what? Wellness is not a fad, it's not a trend. You know, we hear that, I think I've been asked that question about 25 times now. It's here and it's here to stay, right? 60's young, 70's young, right? And these people want to be on the top deck doing yoga, they want to go hiking, they want to go biking, right? They want to eat well. And so we have wellness coaches across all of our ships, and it's important to have that because we need to make sure that when they're on vacation, they want to do some of the same things that they're doing when they're at home. But of course, they also want to eat amazing food and have a lot of drinks and have a lot of fun. Speaking of food, it's, you know, once again, catering to the needs of everyone. Once again, if they're vegetarian, vegan, lactose, whatever that they want. But the most important thing, and the one thing that our visionary B. Tolman always says, got to be delicious. Just, you know what, it's just got to be delicious. And that's the most important part. And that's the one thing we say to our chefs over and over. Think about it being local food and think about being delicious. So, you know what's been on a journey. And it's a journey of, of how do we continue to elevate our brand. And it's to meet the consumer's expectations. So that's it for the CLIA conference, just to give you a little taste of the cruise industry and where it's heading. And now I'm going to hand you over to Mairead, who's stepping into my interviewing shoes, and we'll be talking to Andy Harmer from CLIA. Mairead here. I'm the Product Development Manager for Cruise, USA and Worldwide Holidays. Today we're in our Click & Go offices and we're joined by Andy Harmer, the Senior Vice President of Membership and Director for CLIA UK and Ireland, to learn all about CLIA and the cruise industry in the UK and Ireland. So welcome to the podcast, Andy. Thank you very much. Right, we're going to start off as we do. If you could tell us who are CLIA and what do they do? 
Well, that's a big question. Very, uh, very simple. Let's uh, make it easy to start <laughs> with. So CLEAR is Cruise Lines International Association. So we are the association that joins together uh, over 50 of the world's biggest cruise lines. Mm -hmm. uh, and we work alongside our cruise line partners uh, and our travel agent partners around the world to really promote cruising and to talk about cruising, particularly to those who have never taken a cruise before. Because I think there are still a lot of people who haven't cruised who don't really understand what the experience is, yeah. uh, the destinations, the choice of ship, the choice of cruise line. So one of our roles is really to break down those misconceptions about cruising. But it's also to ensure that people uh, understand uh, the work that the cruise industry does in protecting the destinations we visit, protecting the oceans we sail in. Um, very topical at the moment indeed yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and you know and cruise plays its part um, so there's a lot of that work that goes on beyond what many people would see clear as which is the association that brings together travel agents and cruise lines okay super and your role within clear itself what, what do you yeah well you do a lot I know you do well, a lot well but... <laughs> it's, it's an incredible industry to work in um, you know the modern cruise industry really was formed sort of in the 1960s um and the great thing about the industry is it's changed and evolved so much mm. since then. So modern, so my, my current role in the modern industry is very different to what it was even 10 years ago. Um, so I look after the travel agent program uh, in, as you say, the UK and Ireland, but also across Europe, okay. um, where we're building a travel agent community uh, to work with the cruise lines. But also I look after uh, Clear's activity in the UK and Ireland as well. So. You know, any opportunity to talk to government, to uh, talk to the media, to to work uh, in other ways, uh, to support our cruise lines in everything that they do. So it's a bit of a mix, um, but it means that um, I get the opportunity to travel now. So I get the great opportunity that we should never ignore. With, you know, my opportunity to see a lot of ships because they're incredible and they're yeah. and people again who have never cruised before. I, I love showing them ships for the first time and you take them onto the ship and their faces because if you hadn't thought about taking a cruise before you had, would have no idea that they are such amazing, amazing floating hotels, resorts taking people to the most amazing places. So. And you just don't, looking at a ship, I mean, yeah. we're here in the cruise room of Click and Go, yes. um, looking at big ships, and when you look at that, you don't really get an understanding of what's on board and what the facilities are. No. So a lot of what you do is education around that as well, with yeah. the travel agents, and then and for the, the consumer as well. Yeah, so a lot of work that we do is on social media, but also pushing messages out to the media as well, because, um, you know, for most people, if they've had a, 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 I don't know what the word, the word probably isn't normal, but if you've had a, an upbringing that's taken you on holiday to resort hotels and hotels <laughs> by the beach, and that's all that you would be aware of for a holiday option. So I think once people understand what a cruise holiday offers, then you get that interest and understanding. And then once people have taken their first cruise, nine out of ten of them will take a second cruise within 12 months. Okay. So once we get them on a ship and once we, we, you know, once people have taken a cruise holiday, I think they can truly appreciate why it's so popular, why it's grown so much. And the value for money that there is. 
Well, exactly, exactly. Because I think a lot of people look at a ticket price and think that's the price of the holiday. But actually, the best way to measure how expensive a holiday is is how much you spend by the time you come home. Absolutely. And if you look at everything that's included in a cruise holiday and compare it to what you might have spent on a land-based holiday, then it's incredible value for money. And not just for those traditional cruisers, which are you know tend to be people... 50 upwards actually cruises opening up to millennials and the younger generation and families and multi-generational families and so as a family holiday it's incredible value for money because you don't need to worry about paying for entertainment or travel or activities or you know those great slides and water parks that many cruise ships have so you know, look at what cruise includes and then, yes, it's amazing value for money. And that's with the innovation and the new ships that are being launched and yeah. currently and coming on stream or on ocean, the facilities on board, uh, yeah, you know, breaking it down, like you, you touched on water slides, but yeah. you can go-kart race, you right. can zip line, yeah. you, can, you can do all, if you did that on a land-based holiday as a day exactly. out activity. Yeah. And actually, if you look at the entertainment in the evening, I'm a big fan of cruise entertainment. Uh, You look at some of the big shows they now have on board, such as, I don't know, I'm trying to know, Grease, for example, or Legally Blonde, or We Will Rock You, and all of these big shows that you now get on some cruise ships, Mm -hmm. that would cost you a fortune to see a proper show. Yeah, because these are are proper productions. Yes, and the the theatres are state-of-the-art theatres. And it's, it's amazing, and it's choice. You don't, if you're not somebody who would be a fan of a big show, yeah. don't go to the big show. There will be plenty of other opportunities to enjoy yourself in the evening. Mm-hmm. And you're right, with every new ship, we kind of push the envelope a little bit into what's included and what's available. So each new ship is, uh, is amazing. And then, of course, there's a lot of money being spent retrofitting cruise ships. In other words, taking cruise ships out of uh, action and renovating them and bringing them up to date and modern so mm-hmm. that they can compete with the other newer ships as well. So there's a huge amount of investment in ships and also in destinations because we know destinations are a really important part of a cruise yeah. holiday. People love to explore new place every day. One of my big joys about cruising is that you wake up in the morning and you go, right, where are we today? today yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of investment by cruise lines in that destination experience as well because you don't just want to arrive in a place... Um, and not have options and not have things that you can do. So the cruise lines investments in excursions mean that you can cycle, you can horse ride, you can do a walking tour, you can you can do a culinary activity and go to a kitchen and, and create food using local produce. Uh, you can do all kinds of things. And, and I think, again, a demonstration of how cruise lines are investing in holidays. Brilliant. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so we've... Reached 2 million cruise passengers this year from the UK and Ireland, and the majority being in the UK. So what do you think works well in the UK to get new people to cruise that we could look at here in Ireland? I think, I think it's as simple as having that conversation. And I think, uh, firstly, travel agents need to be prepared to say to their customers, have you tried a cruise or what about this cruise as an option? And then I think from a customer perspective, it's about coming in with an open mind Mm -hmm. and listening to a travel expert, someone who knows cruise and knows the options and knows the experiences available and having a conversation about what a cruise holiday means. Um, 
because I know for some people it's something they've never thought of and for some people it's mm -hmm. a strange idea because a cruise is for somebody else. But actually there is a cruise for everyone. Um, and there's a cruise ship for everybody. Exactly. There's a cruise ship, there's, a, there's a, an itinerary right. and a cruise line for absolutely everybody. Yeah, exactly. So it's having that conversation. I think mm -hmm. it's listening to the advice you get from a, a good travel agent who knows, as I say, knows the cruise lines, knows the destinations. And it's about being open-minded mm -hmm. and thinking, actually, do you know what? We should give it a try. Mm -hmm. And as I say, 9 out of 10 people will cruise again within 12 months. We know that once somebody takes a cruise, they will be hooked. Um, so I think, I think it's, it's from a... You know, customers just need to have that conversation and having an open mind yeah. like you said there and you touched on it earlier on as well it's looking at the price because one of the things that stood out to me at the CLIA conference that you held in Southampton yes. which was my first time to attend first and I really time. really enjoyed Good. it um, and one of the big take homes from me from that and it was a theme across was value yeah don't look at the price exactly. of the cruise and then see what is included yeah. it's speak to the travel agent and when they go through what you get on an itinerary with yeah. x cruise line yeah. and then tell you the price at the end yeah. it's absolutely worth listening to because the is. value is without a doubt there yeah and i think they're an incredible value holiday choice and i think that there are so many different types of cruise holiday available now that all you have to do is explain what kind of holiday you're looking for yeah. and, the, and then it's the job of the travel agent to then match a cruise to that, yeah. which is quite straightforward to do. Because yeah. I don't think there are many land-based holidays that include everything that cruising does and certainly no land-based holiday takes you to a different destination every morning um, and then transports you in style. And the luxury of just unpacking once. Unpacking once and seeing all of these amazing places. And, and again, you know, if a lot of people when they're starting out to try their first cruise holiday will start with destinations. So if, if you love going to the Mediterranean because of the food and the weather and the culture, then go to the Mediterranean on a cruise because not only do you get the chance to experience the Mediterranean, you do it on an amazing cruise ship with incredible facilities on board and you get to visit more than one place during the holiday up to five six places on a week's cruise and often a different country every day so what better way is there to take a holiday yeah absolutely uh, what do you think is the most important thing for people who haven't cruised or are considering to cruise should know about cruise holidays uh i think i think crew i think for some reason cruise has a reputation if you like that means that people think it's complicated people think it's you know very different to a normal holiday it's not it's just a great holiday so all the usual stuff around what to pack and um you know what currency to take all of those things are the normal questions you'd ask on a normal holiday and then when it comes to choosing the right ship and the right itinerary well it's you know if you normally go on holiday to a big hotel with lots of facilities go to a ship that's bigger and has lots of facilities. Or if you like a smaller hotel that's boutique, more intimate, uh, more relaxed, then choose that as your choice of uh, cruise ship. Um, oh, right, okay. I never looked at it that way. Yeah. That's very obvious, but never, well, looked, at is, that, but but never looked at it in that way, yeah. making it that, that simple. Yeah. And it is that mm -hmm. simple. And I think 
you know, if you like sunshine and relaxing on a on a holiday, then go to somewhere that's mm-hmm. sunshiny and relaxing, so Mediterranean or Caribbean. If you like lots of culture and city breaks and exploring cities, go to somewhere like the Baltic or New England, for example. So I think... Or try a river cruise. Or try or, yeah. a river cruise, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think there are lots of options, you know. I think it's about not being frightened to talk about cruise and explain what you like to do on holiday, what kind of holiday you take, and then letting the professional travel agent then decide which cruise is right for you. I mean, you're obviously really passionate about it. Well, so we're going to turn it around on you. Okay. And I'm going to ask, first of all, what's, what's your favourite thing about cruising? For, so Andy going on a cruise, what's your favourite thing? So I think it is that fact of waking up every morning and being in a new place. I love that. I love going to bed thinking, yay, tomorrow we are in wherever. Um, And I think one of the surprising things about a cruise holiday for me that tends to happen to everybody is you will choose an itinerary that maybe leaves from a great hero port such as Barcelona or Venice or Athens, for example, and you know some of the big ports that you want to see, some of the big places you want to see. And then the surprising places are those that you visit on the itinerary that you haven't really given much thought to. So, for example, I cruised out of Venice and we went to Kotor in Montenegro, which is one of the most beautiful ports in the most beautiful settings. And it was a real surprise gem of the entire trip. So it's, it's visiting places that maybe aren't on your list of places to go on holiday that you visit on a cruise that you think, wow, that was amazing. And they blow you away. And they do, yes. What's your favourite cruise ship? I don't... I'm not allowed to have a favourite cruise ship. (laughs) I think it... And I think... Which is my diplomatic answer. And I think it's because it depends what holiday you're on. And who you're going with. Exactly. Exactly. So if I'm going with a group of friends and we want to have, you know, some great fun evenings and fun days out, then I would choose a bigger ship with lots of restaurants and bars and nightclubs and different options. Um, if I want something a bit more intimate and romantic and, you know, really some culture, then maybe a smaller ship visiting some of those yeah. off-the-beaten-track yeah. ports. So I think it does vary. Yeah. And it goes back to what we were saying. There is a cruise ship and a cruise line for, and an itinerary for everybody. Exactly. And actually, what's interesting about all cruise ships is that you can still have the holiday you want, regardless of what choice of ship you have. So I know on some cruises I have wanted to get really involved and did lots of the big show entertainment lots of the daytime activities, lots of excursions. And on others, I've thought, you know what, I'm going to lay by the pool during the day and read my book, or I'm just going to get off the ship and wander around the city when we arrive and not particularly take part in the evening entertainment, mm-hmm. but sit with a cold glass of white wine up on deck watching the world go by. So you can still have the holiday you want. Do you have a favourite itinerary? Uh, that's a great or is there question. one that you haven't done yet that is well, a must do? I love the Med for the reasons we talked about yeah. earlier. I love the Baltic because I think there's some of the most amazing European cities along there. So Stockholm, Tallinn, St. Petersburg, amazing cities. Yeah. Um, I love uh, I love the Norwegian fjords. I think they're beautiful. Um, and I've had some lovely cruises along the coast exploring these beautiful places. Um, I've I'd, l- I'd loved Alaska. I thought Alaska was really extraordinary yeah. from the wildlife and the nature that you get to experience. And you can only do that on a cruise ship. The fjords exactly. in Alaska, really, you have to do it. And places in Asia you can only mm. really do on a cruise ship. I think for me, my next itinerary, if I was able to, and if money was no object and all of that, would be yeah. to go to South America. Oh, because okay. I think that would be really different. And I think it's, you know, again, taking some of those amazing cities like Buenos Aires 
or Rio uh, and exploring that coastline again really easy to do on a cruise ship because you don't have to worry about visas and you know getting across borders yeah. and language etc so that's maybe next and you've touched on day. another benefit of cruising yeah. is there are no borders right. so if you want to go on the Baltics you know the yeah. cruise lines make it easy for you exactly. if you're going to St Petersburg and you want to do an excursion yeah. and you do it through the cruise line they sort out visas yes. for you yeah. in the same way a lot of Asia which is brilliant which it's, is you know, it's, it's, it's a no brainer it's yeah. really good exactly um, at the conference, the CLIA conference that I mentioned, we yeah. were at in Southampton, um, with the sessions, some of the main themes that I noticed uh, for, for the future of cruise were the personalised experiences, mm. authentic, immersive land excursions and experiences, technology, and of course, sustainability. Yeah. What do you think is the biggest thing for the future and evolution of cruising? Gosh, I think there's so much going on at the moment. Um, and I think sustainability is a really important topic and I mentioned it at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I think the work that the cruise industry is doing in sustainability is incredible. And I think that will carry on. Mm -hmm. um, but I think for me, the big thing that our customers, our guests will notice is probably that personalization, that opportunity to have the holiday that you want, um, the chance to try things that you've never thought you could try before on a holiday. Um, and, you know, these authentic experiences that you have in ports, uh, whether it's because the ship stays overnight or whether it's because you get the chance to go to places you wouldn't think you would be able to get to. I think what the industry has been able to do is really focus on what the customer wants mm -hmm. and what the customer would, you know, I like to. I guess I'd like to think that we're creating memories. So I think for me, it's about giving our guests what they want on a holiday, so that they can remember it for the rest of their life. And I think the industry does that. I think the crew, cruise lines exceed in that. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah they really exactly. do. Well, that's it. Thank Yay. you very much, Andy. Survived. <laughs> Thank you. That's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Thanks to everyone who let me interview them and big thanks to Andy Harmer and the team at CLIA for a fantastic conference. And as always, thank you for listening. Stephen and I hope you've been enjoying the podcast, the destinations and the related travel topics that we've been covering so far. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop us an email at podcast at clickandgo.com. If you've enjoyed this episode and all our previous episodes, please subscribe, rate it or leave a review on Apple Podcasts share it and spread the word. If our insight into the cruise industry has whetted your appetite for a cruise, make sure to check out clickandgo.com for all our cruise deals across the different cruise line companies. Next week, we'll be back with an iconic Irish travel brand, Aer Lingus. So until then, goodbye.